Welcome to the That's It podcast. A podcast on not only changing the way you view yourself, but changing the way the world views you. And that's it. So to start this podcast off, I just want to talk about this post I came across by the account Masculine Revival. And it says, men today are addicted to porn and video games isolated, lonely, and lacking meaningful bonds with other men, feminized, overly apologetic, and disconnected from their masculinity, lacking in discipline, focus, and the ability to get things done, lacking father figures and positive male role models, raised in a degenerate, follow-your-pleasure type of culture. Dealing with all of this alone is not the answer, and men need brotherhood to truly thrive in life. Mm. And I really agree with a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. Me too. So today's episode is mainly going to be focused on what women typically want in a man, what healed women want. So we have been curating this list for a while now, and as we grew, our standards also grew. So raising the bar in terms of what our bare minimum requirements are for men will collectively help us to reclaim our power as women and step into softer roles in our lives. And of course, you know, we're not speaking for all women. What I want is going to be different from what the next girl wants. Mm -hmm. But so just stay true to yourself. But at the same time, you know, embrace suggestion because A man who learns from other women is a man who cares about his growth. Exactly. Embrace suggestion. Let's put an emphasis on that because a lot of times if you tell a man, I guess, how to be a man, they might get insecure or upset by it and almost get defensive. But you sometimes need to be open to the truth because that's the only way you're going to grow. Mm -hmm. so let's go over what some of our points are i know you had one about hygiene definitely so just cleanliness that's the number one thing if you're able to be a clean man and take care of your space take care of yourself you know keep up with your haircuts Mm mm-hmm Make sure, you know, you're showing up and presenting yourself as the best version of yourself because once you start slacking in that area, you're not going to feel your most confident self, you know, set up a skincare routine. I mean, like guys don't really get into the whole skincare thing, but I think it's so important. Honestly, when you have, I guess you can consider that a more feminine trait, But there's something attractive about a man who's just so cleanly because it just shows how organized he is. It shows that he takes care of himself. Yeah. And there's this one specific man who's like TikTok famous now at this point and he literally posts videos of himself cleaning his apartment and doing skincare and like going to the gym and stuff like that. And this man has a literal chokehold on women because of the lifestyle he lives. And I think for us, it's so rare to see that in a man 
we can see that for ourselves and for other women. But when we see a man who is confident in that and he's doing that and he's upholding that for himself, it's one of the most attractive things. Right. And a lot of guys might think, oh, that's just feminine. But if you're embracing that and you're being a man about it, it's just so attractive Mm -hmm. to us. So second, I would say that women like a man who's a leader. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the toxic masculinity type of leader. I'm talking about the one that gives genuine good advice for other men. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can't help it as women. We want to be with a man who has status or power in some regard. You know, at least for me, that's what I want is I want to be able to trust in a man's leadership. And I want to trust that he's going to take me places where I can't already take myself. Exactly. Just a man who can show you another side of life that you didn't even know about, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so important for as a man for you to make sure you're putting yourself in uncomfortable situations that are going to help you grow mentally and physically Mm -hmm. because the more worldly you are the better you are going to be able to just cater to your woman and just be better for yourself Mm -hmm. so let's not really make this about us this is more for the men and how you're going to feel in your own life yeah every man should do these things prior to getting in a relationship these are things that shouldn't be done for a woman It's something that you should go, a journey you should go on for yourself. And another thing I would say is a man who is consistent and he has deep commitment to himself. Mm -hmm. Because a man who's committed to himself and his everyday practice is in the future going to be very consistent in a relationship with a woman. Exactly. So a man who has a routine and a schedule, say on Mondays he plays basketball, on Tuesdays Mm -hmm. he has training, Wednesdays, you know, just a whole schedule and a plan that he's consistent with, like you said, it's going to show you how he's going to be in the relationship. And in translation, he's going to be super consistent with you Mm -hmm. but something else as a man it's important to have your bank account on lock (laughs) like get your finances straight you know have money growing for you get a job if you don't have a job and you're a man right now what are you doing and we would say this money stuff about women too Yeah, I mean, we already have, but I mean, come on, if you want a girlfriend, you have to be able to take care of her. Mm -hmm. That's just the masculine role, and if you disagree with that, then you shouldn't really be listening to this, and you're not ready to be a man yet, Mm -hmm. let's just say that. So just making sure you have your bank account on lock, and not just for a girl, but for yourself, for your future, for Mm -hmm. the empire that you want to build one day. Like, show us that you have some goals, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's a very important point that you bring up about men who are focused on themselves and not women, because you can tell if a man has spent, like, his high school and college days doing everything to chase a girl... Versus when he's done it because he's chasing his purpose. 
And when he's chasing his purpose, it is the most attractive thing. Mm-hmm. And it just lets us women know that you're going to take care of us too. And in translation, it shows us that we can trust you more mm-hmm. with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's just a really good thing. Mm-hmm. And let's like flip the coin for a second. You okay. Know? We talk about masculinity and consistency and money and all of that, but let's talk about the other side of it. Let's talk about a man who is awakened, who keeps his woman emotionally safe. That's literally what I wanted to just bring up to. <laughs> Emotional safety. If you're a man and you're still out here playing mind games putting on this whole fuckboy persona because you think it's attractive and you think that's going to help you, well, let me tell you, all that's going to do is attract you the wrong girls for the rest of your life. And you are going to feel so empty and unfulfilled. You know, and these are the same men that run around saying, oh, there ain't no good girls out here. Well, yes, there is, but you are too busy playing games. Mm -hmm. So you need to be man enough to be able to be vulnerable and show her that she can be safe with her emotions because that's when you're going to attract a real feminine woman, when she knows that her emotions are safe. Mm Mm-hmm. You can't be inauthentic in love and expect to get this amazing free love from a woman. You can't. can't. It's just not going to work out. It's just not going to work out. And maybe temporarily this facade and game you're playing might last, but in the grand scheme of things, it's just not, it's not going to work out at the end of the day. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would also say that this aligns with being non-judgmental. Yeah. Because a strong man is his initial reaction to your vulnerability or your trauma is to stand by you with love and support. That's yeah. that should be his initial reaction. And that's going to take some practice, but that is so important. Yeah. For and your woman to feel emotionally safe. And not even, you know, opening the doors to show emotional safety. But also when you're able to preserve your sexual energy. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Like when you're able to be at a club or in a room filled, just filled with beautiful women. But you know your worth as a man and you know that you have one end goal. And that's to be with a high value woman. So you're not just going to be looking around at every girl that you find attractive. She could be the prettiest girl in the room. But if she's not worth it, and if there's something just off about her, I just don't see the point of giving your sexual energy away for no reason. Mm -hmm. So a real man is a man who has sexual discipline. Yeah. And at some point in your life, you know, have you practiced semen retention Mm -hmm. you know just as women practice celibacy have you practiced that because you know when you take away the endorphins from that experience and having an orgasm are you truly happy exactly when you're taking away that and you can tell when a man is creating a safe sexual environment for you 
and when he's just trying to get off. Exactly. So, you know, I challenge the men to think about whether they've created safe sexual environments for the women that they've been intimate with in the past. Exactly. And just test out semen retention, mm-hmm. you know? It it sounds a little weird, like a woman giving you advice on <laughs> doing that, but, like, it's so important. Mm-hmm. And just a disclaimer, if you're in a relationship, don't don't practice semen retention. <laughs> That's right. selfish. You're just going to piss her off and hurt her feelings. If you're with a high-value woman already, don't yeah. do that. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a relationship, you have to think about what the purpose is for having sex with your woman. Is yeah. it just for your pleasure, or do you also want her to feel pleased? You and have to think about that. You need to reflect on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, going into this, um, I would say a man who has unlearned misogyny so what you mean by unlearning misogyny let's explain that a little better for people who might be confused that means just getting this toxic idea of woman out of your brain getting that role that typical role that you think a woman should play like she needs to shut up and just do what you say like getting that out of your head and having more respect for women seeing their beauty and their power because ultimately that's going to make you a more powerful man if you're able to have the security within yourself to view a woman that way mm-hmm. so next i would say a man who has good friends around him because men are very you know group oriented They tend to have larger circles than women do. They just know a lot of people and they're close with a lot of people. But the thing is, sometimes you have to let some of those friends go. Because Mm -hmm. obviously you outgrow those stages in your life. And I hear so many guys being like, oh, that's family. Like, I could never, you know, that's bro, that's family. But... At the end of the day, if your friends are putting you in debt or putting you in compromising situations or danger, that is not your family. It's not. That's not a high value man either. And if you're going to entertain friendships like that, there's an insecurity in you that you need to fix. Mm -hmm. You need to be okay with, even if that means being alone, you need to be okay with that. Because at the end of the day, there are small parts of us in our friends. And you are who you hang with at the end of the day. So Mm -hmm. just knowing that. A point I wanted to make, though, to close this off was, as a man, if you can admit and know that you need a woman, that's very masculine of you. Because that's just how... God works. It says it in the Bible. That's how life works. Men need women and women need men. We need each other for certain things. And when you can understand that idea better, you're going to go a long way. Mm-hmm. That was a perfect way to end the episode. It is.
thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate everyone who takes the time to really soak in our podcast. It means a lot to us. It really does. And our mission is to empower and to inspire young women in need of guidance and in need of love. That's it. That's it. Today we're going to be talking about destiny. Yes, it's been a while, mm-hmm. but we just want to dive in straight into the topic because I feel like this um, is really something that I need right now, and I'm sure it can hit a lot of people, but the definition of a destiny is basically the events that will necessarily happen to a person or a thing in the future. So it's basically all of the things that are meant to happen in your life that will ultimately lead you to where exactly where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I think the key about this definition is that destiny is something that's inevitable. It's inevitable. If you feel like you're making the right or the wrong choice, that's what's going on. That's what's meant to happen. There's no wrong that you can do. Right. And there's definitely comfort in knowing that even if you feel like you should have done this or that, it's okay because it's all leading you to a better place. Right. And not only is there no wrong you can do, there's also no right in the world that you can do to get there. Like you can try as hard as you can to try to get a particular outcome of a situation, but if it's just not your destiny, it's not your destiny. Mm -hmm. And I think that this can apply to a lot of people, you know, like forcing situations in their lives or forcing a chapter of your life to happen um but if you're seeing all the signs that it's just not your destiny you know sometimes you just gotta listen to god and you have to listen and see Mm -hmm. the signs that it's just not happening for you i feel like i'm especially good at ignoring red flags (laughs) and that's a bad thing because about it When you see stuff that's, like, deliberately happening in your life that's pushing you in an opposite direction of what you want, you know, sometimes you have to trust in that. And most of the times, it can relate to who you're surrounded by. You know, Mm -hmm. if you really, really want something to work out with a specific person and it's just not working out with them, just accept that and let that flow because... God doesn't take anything away from your life without replacing it with something better. Right, and not only that, but sometimes what I've learned is when you try too hard to force something in a positive direction, most times it ends up just crashing and burning. And then you feel like, well, you know... I tried everything I could try. Why isn't this working out? Like, I tried to think positively. I tried to do... Well, what you didn't do was allow yourself to be yourself in those moments. And ultimately, anything that's unnatural, anything you're forcing, it's not going to work out at the end of the day. And I've learned this the hard way, you know? So now I just learned that I just need to sit back be myself, you know, just remain who I am and how I feel in that situation, whether it's perceived as negative or positive. And whoever's meant for me and whoever is meant to be in my life is going to see me for exactly who I am 
-hmm. and it's gonna work out at the end of the day Mm -hmm. so if it's not working out then it's just not meant to be and it's Mm -hmm. not meant to happen and this really goes along well with having boundaries and standards because when you're the type of woman who has no self-esteem issues you're able to hold your boundaries and hold your standards securely so that you show up how you want to show up you don't mimic other people's actions you don't try to fit in you don't try to be loved and deserved like you just are who you are you show up as yourself authentically and you're not afraid to tell someone no I don't I don't want to do that or no I'm I'm good over here you know and that's something that a lot of people struggle with nowadays is owning what they want and honoring who they are Right, because if you can't even do that, you're never going to be able to honor others as well. Because your own opinions aren't good enough to you, and what you feel like you deserve isn't good enough to you, you're not going to be that person in other people's lives either. So that's just um, an important thing to keep in mind, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of situations right now where... People are just holding on and hanging on so tightly to something, you know, but they've never just given it a chance to just let go a little bit, sit back, be yourself, and then see how it plays out. Because at the end of the day, when you're being yourself, the way people around you are acting, that's their true, authentic selves. Mm -hmm. And that'll show you if they're meant to be in your life or not. Mm -hmm. But if you are, you know, putting on this facade, pretending like everything's all good, being all positive and, you know, peachy, whatever. Oh my gosh, you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, and obviously people in your life are going to be loving you. Obviously people in your life are going to be all good and cool with you, whatever. Because you have this, like, facade and you're not being true to you. So... Mm -hmm. That, that'll tell all. Right. Like you're just unapologetically yourself. Right. And I think in this day and age, we're so accustomed to instant gratification when it comes to the things that we want. Mm-hmm. You know, text, the ability to text people and get a response immediately. The ability to order something on Amazon and have it show up at your door. Like, anything you want is so easily accessible nowadays. Yeah. And that's the problem because... We're relating that to our relationships and our day-to-day lives. Right. You know, and we think that things are going to come so quick and easy, but that's not always how it works. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's a give-and-take process. Sometimes you need to sit back and drop the concept altogether until you can come back to it from a healed, self-regulated place. (laughs) Yeah. And people act on impulse so much that... We've completely lost this idea of self-regulation and, you know, making sure that you're okay, your nervous system is good before you interact with people and do things. Right, and that's a big one. And I definitely struggle with that at times where I just enter a situation knowing my nervous system's not regulated. Like, I'm still feeling super anxious about Mm -hmm. everything. I'm still just not thinking clearly And then I drop bombs on people Mm. at times, you know, it's just like too much. So I've learned that, and this, this can apply for everyone. Just take a step back 
from a situation sometimes, you know? Like, just take a step back. Even if, you know, you're not thinking about the situation, that's fine. But at least you're taking your mind somewhere else outside of that. Mm -hmm. And you're not letting it consume you. And Mm -hmm. you're just distracting yourself almost. Because with doing that, you can calm yourself down a bit. Mm -hmm. And then you can enter the situation again when you're ready to and that's totally okay Mm -hmm. and whoever is meant to be in your life is going to understand that you need that time Mm -hmm. so don't ever feel bad for it right exactly so I'm here to remind you that you really can have everything that you want and desire but you have to come from a calm space. If your dominant thoughts about a situation are negative and it's stressing you out all day and you're that's all you're thinking about, you're never going to reach a positive solution. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why really just letting go of that time urgency and that uh-huh. need to be chosen or that need to, you know, fit in, let go of that and just realize and remember who you are. Right, and I feel like a lot of the time urgency and that need to be validated right then and there and, like, trying to force the situation to be dissolved immediately is almost like an anxious kind of attachment style, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? And nothing healthy comes out of that. Right. Like, and I'm guilty 100%. I've done that before. And something that I try to just keep in mind when situations come about is, like, I am worthy. Everything is going to be okay at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And God has a plan for me. So whether this situation dissolves now, later on, whatever, I am okay in this moment. Mm -hmm. And then just practicing gratitude for Mm -hmm. what you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. That's just, like, a major thing that has helped just calm my nerves and I think just taking deep breaths I know everyone says this but it's so true mm-hmm. like I had a really bad anxiety attack this one day and the one thing that helped me was just like taking the deepest breaths that I could so it's real yeah taking those deep breaths I would say three things you can do in the moment if you're feeling anxious and worried one is the breath work two is remembering those core beliefs that you have i am loved i am worthy all of that right and number three is gratitude Mm -hmm. you know so many women they will get triggered by something and then they'll go into this space of yelling and screaming and hurting others and making accusations you know being accusatory and you can just tell they're not coming from a self-regulated position. Yeah. So as a soft woman, you know, if that's your goal is to handle tough things better, then you really have to focus on those core beliefs, the breath work, the gratitude, Mm -hmm. so that when you do have a situation where someone is trying you, you're able to be calm, remain calm, and tell them, this is my belief I have about myself. Right. If you're not meeting it, goodbye and thank you. Right. On to the next, you know? That's all you can do. Yeah, because when you're coming at it from a place of, like, 
like you said, like you just want that instant gratification. You want to dissolve it right then and there because you're so anxious. Sometimes solving it then and there is almost like just putting a band-aid over the situation just to be okay in the moment. And sometimes we allow ourselves to step into situations that we truly don't want to be in, but because we want to dissolve the situation right then and there, and we just want to remove the anxiety, we allow it to be okay. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned is that every time I have done that, the same feeling I had in that moment when I was upset comes right back around to bite me in the ass again. Whether it's an hour later or whether it's when I've removed myself from this person and I thought about the situation clearly, it just comes back around and it circles around and it hits me again. So that's why it's so important to really, when something happens to you, stay true to yourself and just really sit in it and think about it Mm -hmm. and come at the situation from a more mature perspective Mm -hmm. because then that's when it's easier for you to set your boundary in that moment because you have taken the time to think about it right and it's also harder to set boundaries in certain situations we were talking about this the other day like if there's someone in your life that you don't really have a lot of respect for or admiration for it's going to be a lot easier for you to set that boundary with them. So easy. But if it's someone that you genuinely look up to and admire and are attracted to who they are as a person, it's so much harder. Right. You you almost forget, you know, who you are and what standards you have because you're so your mind is just so like blown at that point. And that's where the problem comes in is having universal unconditional love for yourself Mm -hmm. no matter who you're with yeah that's the key to everything i've learned like every podcast we've ever done everything we've ever talked about it all circles back around to how you feel about yourself Mm -hmm. because that's like how you're going to handle everything else in your life exactly and you know in a relationship i was in in the past like i could just do whatever say whatever put this man in his place whatever and not even care you know Mm -hmm. because I had no respect but in my current situation I have a lot of respect Mm -hmm. for this person so sometimes it's almost harder for me to put them in their place because of how much respect but at the end of the day it doesn't matter how powerful this person is in your life you have to remember that you matter too and your feelings are valid no matter who it is. Yeah. Always just come back to that feeling of love within yourself that you curate because no matter how someone is treating you, if you have that basis of love in your life, you know that no matter what person it's coming from, you deserve the good behavior. Right, and we're all deserving And it's important to remember that. And I think a lot of times we tend to forget, you know, whether that's because we were just laying in bed all day because of how depressed we were (laughs) or, you know, we're just not seeing it in that moment. And that's Mm -hmm. why it's important to do things that keep you fulfilled. Be around people who make you feel confident, you Mm -hmm. know, just do all of these things that are just going to pour back into you. Yeah, it's so important. 
And I want to finish off by saying how important it is to have standards and keep those standards. Sometimes when someone hurts us and we like are so invested in them, we we just kind of downplay it and blow it off and things like that. But you need to start getting disgusted by the way that people treat you. <laughs> right, be you turned know? off about it. Exactly, be turned off about it. If there's like, you know, a consistent pattern of good things and then all of a sudden it stops, okay, it's stopped. That's what you focus on. It's over. Like, be disgusted by that. Don't, you know, focus on all that good stuff. If they do one thing to hurt you, like, deliberately, you know, cross a boundary, like, it's okay to let go and say bye to that situation. And people need to start doing that more. Rejecting situations that hurt them. Yeah, because you matter more at the end of the day. And it's just so important that we allow our destiny to take place and we don't force anything. Mm -hmm. And you're going to notice that when you do that, you're going to be at such a, just like a way more peaceful place in your life. Just allowing everything to naturally happen instead of forcing it. Because I've seen girls who, you know, are willing to give up and do anything for a person or for a situation to happen. But when do those situations ever really work out? Mm -hmm. Like, I have never seen it work out Mm -hmm. at all. So I would rather, you know, I would have rather just have laid back, been neutral, done my thing, allowed things to happen the way they did. That's going to cause a lot less stress on me. Mm-hmm. So, And people can respect that a lot more mm-hmm. than someone who's willing to just give up everything in an instant moment over somebody or something. Yeah. And I think the woman that we met the other night put this really well. She said, as women, we're the ones with the power. Mm-hmm. She did say that. Mm-hmm. 